compared to the other way I was looking at things, it would seem like it was another direction, yeah? The direction before, no matter what I met, Buddhism, uh, Hinduism, the direction was always the same in a way. You would be starting, there would be a starting point, really unaddressed, and then from that starting point, you would attempt to learn skillful means to sort of approach or move to another starting point. But that moving to the other starting point, you'd have to have a lot of vigilance around it because it wouldn't be, it would constantly be able to go drop back into the old starting point. So you'd be working hard to meditate and then purifying the body and trying to get ready. And then when I heard this message, the novelty of it in comparison to that other way was it was a different direction in a way. It was basically saying, instead of looking for the next meditation technique, why not ask who's the meditator? You know, it's quite novel in a way, because it put the attention not trying to focus it and, and get it fortified and cleared and purified and direct it out to a goal called awakening or enlightenment, it was turning the, the attention back on yourself, yeah? The see, just the see. It wasn't really, not to be thought about, because that's, that, that attention to, be, to the mental states already in that direction, yeah? We have conscious contact, but what happens is our attention and interest takes that conscious contact and points it back to us all day. So every person we met, we were the one commonality in every meeting. There's us. You know, it always goes back. But the attention doesn't go, it, it doesn't go, if you want to call it in and out, it never goes in because where it goes back to is out. The body and the brain is out. You know what I mean? The body and the brain is content. So let's say the interest and attention goes out, meets content, yeah, the feeling, tasting, touching, and then it would be nice if it would go back to context, because it would find relief from all the content contact mm-hmm. with context. But it doesn't go to context, it goes back to content. But we call it in, but it's not in. It's a mental state which is produced by the brain, and the brain's out. It's a thing. Yeah. It's content. So we're going constantly in content all day, and then the information gets brought back to content. And that's why it doesn't make fucking sense, in a way, because the only way you can make sense of this place is from context. You can't make sense of it from content. Yeah. From content, this seems as real as real can be, and that's very, very, that's just uh, like a sentence of more irritability, restlessness, and discontent, and get used to it, or tolerate it, or make the best out of it. Yeah? But if it's content, which is what's happening on the experience level, and it, and it doesn't stop at content, in other words, you don't take yourself to be the long-lasting, independent, separate entity, or what's taking yourself to be the long-lasting, independent, separate entity you're not taking to be. Yeah? Like, the, what's taking itself to be a long-lasting, independent, separate entity may continue, but you're not, now, you're not wedded to that anymore, yeah? So there is the taking of whatever I am to be, 
but you're not buying it. So now you don't stop at the billboard, the mental billboard, which is, has a little historical action figure called you in some action pose, you know, a past memory of you as a historical figure. Yes, I felt this before, right? Whatever. It goes through, and finally it goes into context, yeah, which is of its nature. Interest and attention is not content. It's not of content. It's not of quantity. It's not of volume. It's not of length. You don't have, you don't run out of interest or attention. You know? You have plenty of attention. You don't run out of it like midweek because you, you spent it on wisely. You got your little package on Sunday and then you fucking got too obsessed with the Facebook and now you're totally bereft of any interest and attention by Wednesday so you watch Die Hard 1 through 8. Because you're just totally out there. It's not like it runs out, does it? No. If there's something to be interested or attract you, there'll be interest in it. Yeah. And, it's, and then there's attention. So interest and attention isn't of content, obviously. It can't be measured, it can't be quantified, it can't be stored, it can't be collected, it can't be sold, it can't be privatized. Yeah? So there, so it's not of content. So it's involved in content all day. Yeah? I'm 6'2", supposedly, as a body. That's a limitation. Yes, uh, whatever. And then it goes into content, and that's the insanity of the place. Because the relief from content isn't in content, as we found out. Because if, we did, if, if it was, there would be no addictions. You would have reached a point shooting coke that you were satisfied. And then you, you just, you probably have a ceremony, put the syringe in a very noble, you know, respected place, and put all your little bindles there, and then you be freed, because it did its job. I'm satisfied. Or, maybe that one house would do it. But then it's usually a desire to get, I gotta get a beach house, you know what I mean? Or, I hit my middle, whatever, middle age crisis, I gotta get an old sports car, Corvette or something. It seems like it keeps invigorating the seeking or the desiring. So there's no real fulfillment in content. People share about it all the time. The worst, the worst problem for poor people is to get rich because then they can't see that it would have been better when they got money. You know, Poor people have one of the part of their suffering is they think it would be great if they had money. Rich people don't have that. <laughs> they realize it isn't that great, but they ain't gonna give you any of yours. You know, they always on TV. They're always, oh, none of this means anything, but they don't start shoving it out at night because the mental state isn't gonna let that fucking go. So here we are, content, content, content. The rest is in context. That's why at night we go into deep sleep. Most of us, at least for a period of time, it's not of time. It's timelessness, but that's where the true rest lies, because now we're not involved in the content. We're resting in context, which is our nature, yeah? And we don't need much rest there, and then we have enough energy to make it through a fucking insane day. <laughs> but the, and I mean, that's the greatest gift of all, because you're not there <laughs> for that period of time. <laughs> mm. 
You know what I mean? And then, and if you could put it together in that state, there's no, you're not looking for anything. You have to see why you're looking for so much. It's because there's someone looking. That's it. We're always exempting ourselves from the uh, investigation, but it always comes back to us. Yeah. So, all right, so here's our Adam dealing with the day, and yet then there's like a circulation. It doesn't stop at the mental idea of you. It goes into what it is, which is context, yeah? Comes back, has enough to deal with what's showing up during the day, yeah? It's not so, it's not so beholden anymore to the thoughts about yesterday and tomorrow because it's recognized its own home because it's not, it's not exiled in content anymore all the time. It's now, it goes back into context, yeah? It's a circuit, it's like a, an order, circulation. Context, content, context, content, context, content, yeah? So therefore we find rest, but never in the content, in a sense. It's the context. So that's, that's the breaking down of this. So when I heard this message, it wasn't another modality with the same direction, it was a different direction. It was asking a subjective question to the supposed subject. Who am I? You know, that's one of the first things I got introduced to was the famous "Who am I?" that Ramana Maharshi brought back. I think he came out of the Vedas or the Upanishads, way, way, way back. So the "Who am I?" a simple wrench in the works, just throw it in there, not looking for an answer, and that's the answer. Really. <laughs> yeah, very simple. It can it can derail a huge historical story. Just ask, who is it? So instead of being concerned with, oh, I'm worrying so much about next week, just ask who is it that's worrying about next week. If it isn't you, you'll lose interest in the worrying about next week. That's the whole point. It's not stopping worrying about next week. It's losing interest in it. So because your interest and attention is like the electrical company. You're, it's lighting everything up. Yeah. So if your attention and interest is in the story of Paul, it's going to be illuminated quite a lot all fucking day. Yeah. But what the same the same story is very very pale without the interest and attention. So the idea of getting out of thoughts is just losing interest in the thoughts. The thoughts can come and go because that's what they do. Yeah. I'm not in the business of trying to convince what can't be convinced which is a mental programming. It's not going to be convinced to give up itself. It can own, its logic is totally dependent on it being there. So even when you imagine you're not being here, you're imagining it as you. Mm. So you can never be erased out of the equation, but you can be drawn out of it. You can withdraw from the equation. You don't have to be a slave to that mental mathematics, yeah? Because you've recognized the primary number of that whole mathematical system in the mental state is one, that you're a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. If that's not so, all the mathematics gets questioned. All of its logic, all of its right angles, all of its hypotheses get totally suspect because you are what's giving it life through the identification as a body. So this was pretty, pretty cool. So the, the idea of direction, and what happened is it caught me by surprise, because I was once again getting ready to go this new direction, but the new direction doesn't go anywhere. 
Because you are that right away, all the way. Yeah? So, <laughs> so alright, maybe you're willing to give up the next retiri and give a couple of the Ramana Mahashi books away at the garage sale. But you're holding some really good ones. And then you get turned and you're thinking, I'm going to go on this new path. And then look, you get cut. The whole path gets shut down. There's nowhere to go. The seeker is the sword. The seeker is the sword. And like we were sharing before, everyone came. <laughs> the seeker, it doesn't have like three paragraphs of requirements to be the sword. It doesn't say, there wasn't something that was left out of those translations, like an important missing page of the secret ingredient of how to really get ready to be the sword. It says the seeker is the sword. It doesn't say the seeker after purification, 20 years of meditation, samadhi, super samadhi, ultimate understanding, all these get then they're the sort. There's no, there's no way you qualify other than you are it. <laughs> it's like a pre-qualification. You know, like those, those credit card companies. You're pre-qualified, Mr. Edmund. <laughs> when will they send you a credit card right now? What? Oh, yeah. You've been pre-accepted. <laughs> then when they find out, like, no, no, Mr. Edmund, you cannot get it. <laughs> You're not pre-qualified. We're return that thing as soon as possible. <laughs> But no, here there is no qualification. The seeker is the sword. Yeah. What's looking is what you're looking for. St. Francis didn't go on a giant dissertation when he said, all right, Monday the meeting, what's looking? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, will be ordered, and then Saturday... Is, is what you are looking for. <laughs> it was like, in one sentence, what's looking, was like a giant pause, what's looking is what you're looking for. What? Oh yeah. So that looking isn't qualified, is it? We believe that you that's looking for has to be qualified to find out the what's looking, but they're trying to save you a huge amount of time by going, what's looking is what you're looking for. End of story. The seeker is the sort. End of story. You can't use mind to seek mind. End of story. You can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. End of story. You can't use light to seek the light. The qualifications are, are, are being produced by the you that's looking for, not what's looking. What's looking is the open secret, the gateless gate. It's always available at all time. No discrimination from its point of view because it doesn't have a point of view. It's our side that has the requirements. It's the you that has put a requirement on the what's looking while it's looking for it. So what would happen if you cut out the looking for it, what may get sunk with cutting out the looking for it will be the qualifications you are being put on what's looking, and maybe you'll see from it that moment, that second, and that will be more than enough. You'll be established in what you've already always been established in. It's like we've been talking lately. Does it 
Do you start sweating when you're looking, you know, by like 3 o'clock? You know, you've been looking a lot, a lot of things. You woke up, let's say, me at 8.30. So by around 3.30, my eyes, I'm looking. I've been looking so much. And I'm fucking sweating like crazy. I can't. It's exhausting. And I'm hearing way. I've been hearing way too much today. I've got to sort of, you know, all of that is the easiest fucking thing, isn't it? If your eyes open, you're going to see whatever passes in front of it. No discrimination in the seeing whatsoever, is there? It's not saying, oh, oh. <laughs> it's not going, oh, I've seen that before. None of that's happening, is it? That's after the fact. The mental process is all the adding and subtracting. The seeing is just fucking seeing, isn't it? Hearing. Just hearing. You know, people are sound asleep and they wake up because they hear something. There was no sense of being you, yet they the hearing occurred. And then suddenly they wake up, and then the mental process says, I woke up, that fucking neighbor woke me up again. But you were seemingly not there, yet the hearing was continuing. Yeah? So obviously it's not on your watch because the hearing isn't because of you. It's not based on you being here that there's hearing. <laughs> it's not based on you being here that the seeing. Basically, the whole basic common denominator of life has nothing to do with you. <laughs> it's just going on like it always has. Yet, we arrive later, and now we presuppose there's qualifications to meet that which already is. <laughs> you don't see the insanity of it? It's like always putting the light off of what is back on you. <laughs> You know, or like in recovery, we say playing God. The head's always trying to play God. Yeah, it's you. just like they say, more will be revealed. Look at it, and more will be revealed on that statement of the mental state attempting to play God. It's attempting to play God with God. It's made something that we are outside of ourselves, and then set up these huge, huge convoluted ways to arrive at it. Usually based on it'll happen after lifetimes or or a heaven. It's never now. It's always the future. Maybe if you're really good here, you'll arrive there. (laughs) Hence, if you're really bad, you're going down. (laughs) Where's all the requirements? Did you get a paper? <laughs> when you, your parents never showed it to you. Yeah, this is what Paul's going to have to do <laughs> this lifetime to recognize what it is. What he is? You know what I mean? No, the best is if the recognition is totally fucking obvious all freaking day, but we're missing it because there's a we. As soon as I become a you, then that which is looking becomes an object to me. I'm gonna look. I'm looking for what's looking. How am I gonna catch it? I can't move fast enough. You can't think it. You tell oh, I'm totally in, non-interested. You can't. You can't catch it because you're what's looking. <laughs> how can you? How can you move fast enough to objectify yourself so that you can have the great joy of realizing yourself? You're never going to be here to get it. John, claude Paul, none of us, that's not getting it. That's about seeking it. 
That's where John Claude and Paul gets emphasized, is in seeking it. The getting it has nothing to do with it. You can't make it a product. You can't shift it out of its state, because it's not a state. All that you can do, I find, is just start questioning and telling the truth about what comprises what you call you. And see if it if all those votes put together herald a singularity, a separate law lasting independent separate entity, or is it just verbing? Verbing, 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 verbing. Yeah. It's like river. If you take a little bit of the water out of it, that water isn't really rivering, is it? I got it from the river, I captured some of the river, but is it rivering then? It's not going, not moving, yeah? That's sort of what the mental state does with this. I want to get it, I want to have a realization of it. But you've taken it out of context, and put it into content, and then it just becomes another fucking mental thing. To debate, and pontificate over, and, you know all these wonderful attributes it would possibly have if I only. But if you... It's it's like we're so alive we can't notice it. We can only notice something when it's dead, in a way. When we put it on the glass, when we've neutered it. When we take out the essence of it, then we can know it. Instead of abandoning, you know, abandoning this failed system of navigation which is based totally on a supposed known and in the pursuit of knowing everything from there, just maybe the I don't know would open you up to sense the verbing of everything. And then that verbing would wash over your mental landscape and all those noun of skyscrapers you've made up, they'd all get fucking washed away. And you'd see life is happening, not like it's happening to you. You would be in the water, in the river. You would be a part of it. You have to give up the desire to know, but what has it fucking served you? I know people who have 20 years of therapy. They know why they're fucked, but they're still fucked. I mean, they just know why. Who cares? (laughs) Then the A says, self-knowledge avails you nothing. What is that? Knowledge of self avails you quite a lot, but self-knowledge doesn't avail you anything. Knowledge of self, when you see it as not you, is incredibly valuable. Any knowledge claimed by self becomes neutered. So knowledge of self, great. Self-knowledge, no. One is knowledge, one's claimed knowledge. Yeah. One is an experience, one's a claimed experience. One is being that, one is a claimed experience of being that, a realization. They're different. Realizations could be held just like everything else. They come and go. They're like a flare-up in the ever-bright sky of mind. But it's the the incessant onness, the incessant everywhereness, the incessant 
always that's that's the real joy of it yeah. because in this place we've always attempted to wrestle wrest satisfaction out of security out of volatile things we can't corral them and manage them and 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 you know domesticate them and make them behave enough for the we are where we can really relax but we've been looking at that from the wrong place in the wrong place like Jesus said, we're in this world, but not of this world. The leavening agent of this world is not in the world. It's of that space. Yeah? And you are the carrier of it. You are the representative of it. You're like a dual citizen here. You seem to be a body, and yet you're, you're in the in, but you're, out, you're of the of. Yeah? It's crazy to think you're of the in. Yeah? It's nice to know you're of the of. I like that. Nice t-shirt. Be of the of. (laughs) (laughs) Not of the end. (laughs) And if you are of the end, call me for therapy. $120. (laughs) I'll throw a foot massage. (laughs) That'll get you. That will do more for you than the third. <laughs> if you got to be a body, be a fucking body. <laughs> Move to a temperate climb. <laughs> What's my favorite temperature? Live in there. <laughs> fucking go all the way. <laughs> this makes of being it and not being it is fucking not working on either end. <laughs> <laughs> if you really were a body, you'd realize you are. Anyway, it's true. You, you, know, you ever see the yin yang sign? There was one philosophy part of it. I don't know if it, if it was true or not, but I like it where they say, "Well, let's say if the yin goes to the extreme, it turns into yang. Yang goes to extreme, it turns into yin. Yeah, because they're not different really in a way. There's just different extremes and degrees here. So." If you get totally, totally into what you're not, you'll realize you're not that. If you're busy halfway or trying to get out of it, you'll be more in it than ever. Yeah? That's what happened with recovery. It was amazing. I thought I had been successfully avoiding a lot of shit, like amends and everything else in my life. I hadn't run into these people I owed money for for years and didn't go back to New York and deal with those warrants and everything. I thought oh, I was getting away with shit. So, and there was a lot more subtle stuff. My idea was trying to make shit as unreal as possible. Yeah. And yet what happened is when I got sober, I realized that strategy gave more reality to those things that they ever, than they ever deserved. My trying to make shit unreal is what caused them to seem so real. So if I finally let everything land and go up and face things and do that, there's things I was totally, totally into avoiding and let them land on me, I realized that they're not so. But not while I was trying to avoid them or minimize them. Yeah? They were as so as so as big as so as so can be because I'm the reality lending reality. So I can make something seem real by trying to make it unreal. Yeah? It's trippy. You see the mind. The mind's logic may be different than you think. It, it, gets to, it gets to recognize or reaffirm it in this by trying to get out of it. 
It's like the it's like it's not like a predator and prey in the jungle. The the self thing has you by you trying to move away from it. By you trying to get out of self is just is just emphasizing the reality of self all fucking day. Yeah. So the the getting out is really another form of being in. The realization of the problem is imaginary is what fortifies or stabilizes an experience of being out, but not because you escaped what you were in, you realize you were never in it. That's what gives you the experience of being out here. Yeah? It is an imaginary problem, so what solution do you need to apply? None. Yeah? If you don't apply a solution, that doesn't become a problem. You see? If you don't apply a solution to it, it does. It's not a problem. See it. See how it works, and then maybe you'll get this. For me, it's just lack of interest. Now it's boring as fucking hell. You know, to wake up every day and have the same crazy weatherman forecasting. You're not enough. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you get the raincoat. You, you're fucked anyway. <laughs> you know, it's never going to get better. Costa Rica sucked when he got there. Hawaii will too. Just go out to the mall and buy some unnecessary shit. Make sure you can return it for free. Though it seems like it's a harmless crime. <laughs> <laughs> so, any questions today? No. <laughs> it's good to be short and sweet. Seeker is the slot. You know, let's say if you're like, you ever meditate? Do you ever meditate? And I remember I'd be meditating for four hours. As long as there was anxiety and agitation, I would stay meditating. But as soon as it really chilled out, I was up. Oh, I gotta do the laundry. <laughs> I never wanted to. I I wanted to be going there. I never wanted to fucking arrive. <laughs> you gotta see who you're on the trip with. You signed up with a person who does not want to go where you're professing to want to go. He doesn't want to go. You know what I mean? He'll take the flight with you and everything, but it doesn't fucking want to go there. Because it already is right here. <laughs> it's very it's, it's it's just uh, it'll blow you. It just blows your mind the simplicity of it. Yeah, your head is making too many numbers out of nothing. So it's really a shift from the primary number one back to the primary number zero, and then look at the equations of light and the geometry of light, and then suddenly, like the cross would say, you know, the bo- the brain interprets to the body. The brain is interpreting this place, yes? Taking in the information, and it interprets it. But you have to know where or what it's interpreting it to. And the Course would say, to save us time, it's interpreting to the body. So we're looking at life from the point of view of being a body alone. Not a body with spirit moving around, but a body, yeah? 
So if the thought system is the dominant GPS, if that's what we're listening to to refer back and to refer to a future and to find out where we are now, we're going to be seen and we're going to be feeling like we're a body. Because it's almost like the Ulysses, the sirens of Ulysses. It sings a tune, and it's in our voice, seemingly, the vocal cords of this body, and we fall under a certain sway to it. Yeah, we fall under a swoon to it. And then we live somewhat, but we're not living in a way. We're now abiding by an interpretation of life that disassociates from us, from the, even though we're water, we disassociate ourselves from the river. We're not verbing, yeah? We're not, we're not feeling that, uh, that sense-felt presence of, of the, the generation or the humming of the river moving, yeah? We're not that. We may still think we're water, but we're like in a glass. Yeah, you know when your glass has it, doesn't have a cover and all the shit in the room stuff, like you see little dust in there, it all picks up. Our surface is sort of like that. We're not moving. And now we have all these mental ideas and men memory impressions, and our surface seems to be not a water at all, more like a, a chalkboard or something. Yeah? Something that has received impressions, and the impressions have lasted, uh, leave a lasting impression. But if the water was just moved, it would all go. That thing, that dust that seems to always be there, is not always seeming to be there if the water's not moving. If the water would move, everything else would be moving with it. Yeah? The freedom is in movement, in a sense. It's when the mental state wants, to put, wants you to stand still in time. It places you yesterday, it places you in the future. And then while, that, while the idea of you stands still, shit accumulates around it. Old ideas, beliefs, behavioral patterns, yes? And because we're not moving, it's sort of, they can find almost like a hole, yeah? Something, if something landed on you in a room and that chair was never moved, that dust would be there for 50, 60 years. If you move the chair, the dust would probably move. But because it's found a solid thing to lay on, to land on, it seems to be so, doesn't it? We're like that. We're not moving. And so the mental idea is about making us stationary in time. So now, like the Course would say, we see only the past. Because we're not moving, and shit has accumulated on us. It's like if you have water going this way, and you put a rock in there, it changes the current, yeah? Then what's, what's streaming down the river starts getting accumulated near the rock. Like leaves will build up, twigs will build up, and after a while, they'll stay. They'll be caught. So here's this moving thing that's usually taking everything with it, now it's something has something has changed it seemingly, and that's the rock, the stationary idea of being you, and shit's accumulating around that idea. Now we may not like what's accumulating, but where the reason it's accumulating. If the rock was removed, the water would do its job. It would take all the leaves and the twigs down, go down, yes? It would be moving, 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 moving. That's what it's like. An interpretation is a deadening. Life's happening is a verbing. Yeah. 
can put a lot of shit on a, on a stationary thing. You can. You can adorn it, you have old ideas about it, you have this and that about it, but there's something that Elan Patal is missing. There isn't that liveness, yeah? We can buy everything that implies we're moving, but if you're not moving, it doesn't really translate as an ease and comfort. It doesn't. So... I believe we're just all of us are moving inherently. The mental state wants to put its foot down on the brake and stop and tell a story. And then tell a story how life's going us going by us. Or what fucking you've been left behind. Fucking some insane thing. Or I'm ahead of the path. Whatever it may be. But it's just a fucking story. With and it's not producing the goods, is it? You come here, America, go to Burma, a very poor country. You'll see more smiles there than you'll see in 10 years in Mill Valley. What's going on? Are they all phony smiles? Or are they all, you know, faking it till they make it? They didn't need you or anything. They probably never heard that idea. Fake it till you make it. You know what I mean? They took fucking. You know what I mean? All our little fucking mental building, mental, uh, like a giant ace hardware for skillful means, you know, giant with Buddhism and it's, all right, take it to you, you know, act as if. When I went to Nepal, I met a lama, and they don't even have a word for self in, in Tibetan. The guy would say, What's the problem? You get up, take a shit, make some rice, have some tea, there you go. There's your day. <laughs> he says, you Westerners think too much. I said, yes, hallelujah. Yes. Why do we? Because we think they're ours. <laughs> All right, that's good. Uh, uh. <laughs>